Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namoski. Welcome to another pod. Tonight, I wanted to jump on. It's after Saturday, so we've seen some great games in the league tonight. The Tigers obviously getting up over the Dolphins with Api Corusau. I did tweet it out. Did not have it on the bingo card. A 30-meter sideline kick to win it off the crossbar into the Panthers to put 40 on. And Nathan Cleary didn't get the uh, Supercoach record, which a lot of people were thinking was going to happen. And then into the final game where Jerome Hughes and Eli Katoa, you know, it was a back and forth game. Willie Warbrick in there with his three tries, um, but Melbourne getting up over the Dragons. But so far over this round, um, I've noticed something. And it's really triggered me because the trigger of the thought process in terms of, it looks like Tedesco is going to be out next week, potentially with that head knock. And I've got one trade left in Classic and... I've got Latrell and I've got Teddy at the back. Latrell is obviously on the bye. He will be a definite start. You'll think around 27. So it looks like Teddy is going to be, have to be the guy to go. There are plenty of fullback options. But I did say to myself, let me see via Jules moving KP down from 5'8 in a fullback. What is the state of 5'8s? And I think why it opens a bigger question because there was a discussion in our draft group chat Um you know, just the state of 5'8 play in Supercoach because this season has been a lot of talk about the hooker position and obviously with a two-hooker rotation, you know, a lot of people are AEing it in a draft comp and, you know, in classic it's Harry or enough. Um, but I'll tell you what, 5'8 is getting to a point where we're going to have to start having a conversation because heading into next year and as I'm starting to put the big board together for next year's draft, it's it's grim. It's really grim. Let's go through just the, the averages and the numbers right now that we can have a discussion. Right now, just over 60-point average. So for a 5.8, hands on the ball quite a bit. I'd expect that to be a nice, good number there. There are currently six players uh, that are over that knock. So that's KP, Dylan Brown, Cam Munster, Cody Walker, Joey Manu, and Tom Deaton. Into next season, I would say that two of those guys will lose their dual position. I think KP will be a 5'8 only, uh, sorry, a fullback only. And I think Joey Minor will be a CTW only. So we'll only leave Dylan Brown, Cam Munster, Cody Walker, Tom Deaton. Let's go down a bit further. So these are the guys averaging over 50. Uh, so there is another uh, sprinkling of guys here. So we'll just run through them. Jerome Luai, Matt Burton, Cody Nicarima, Matt Dewey, uh, Adam Dewey. AJ Brimson, Ezra Mam, Luke Metcalf, Jack Wyden, Luke Keary, Tristan Saylor, and Jackson Hastings with 50 on the dot. But let's talk about those guys. Um, I think Cody Nickerim will lose that 5-8 duel. He obviously hasn't played nearly any 5-8 um, in the last, you know, four to five rounds. Uh, I think Adam Dewey's obviously probably not going to be playing next year. I think AJ Brimson loses that 5-8 duel. He's going to be a fullback only. Uh, Luke Keary has, you know, played six and seven, so I think he's okay. Uh, Tristan Sale obviously, um, has only played fullback since coming in, so he will only be that. And Hastings has only played half, so I think he will lose it. So that's another sprinkling of guys there. But let's just talk about the guys that, you know, we, we are certainly going to keep that duel next year. So I think Dylan Brown stands out as the clear-cut number one 5A option in heading into next year. A very strong base. It doesn't matter how Parramatta is going. He seems to, you know, really base out well and get good attacking stats because he's so dominant on the ball. So I he's at a 75 average right now. He's got an 87 on the weekend. I would say for the next 
three to four years, I would expect a 70 to 75 average from Dylan Brown with some very high upside games in his arsenal. The next two guys, Cam Munster and Cody Walker, are very interesting. Cam Munster, he's going to be, after this round where he scored a low score of in the 20s, uh, he's probably going to drop just around to a 70 average. And Cody Walker, who obviously plays tomorrow in that blockbuster against Newcastle, he's at 71 right now. Two guys that I think will get drafted in the first round next year. I think Cam Munster's a definite uh, first rounder, probably top six pick. And I think Cody Walker is a definite back into the first, early second. But their guys are going to have big price tags heading in next year. They'll be, you know, plus 600K, which again, for those guys, could be considered a bit of a discount. But they've got a lot, they've had a quite a few low scores in them this year. And the ceilings, the big, big scores just haven't been there. So two guys that are very interesting heading into next year. I do want to see how their finals footy, the last two weeks of this regular season and final footy really um, molds them. Obviously, Cam Munster will play some Australia rep footy at the end of the year. Um, but yeah, the two guys that, you know, a lot of guys have, you know, if we just look at the ownership on these two guys, you know, Cam Munster currently at 35% ownership, Cody Walker at a 26. So they're very highly owned guys. They're guys that, you know, the name brand is there. We know what we're going to get with them. But yeah, very interesting. Bunch of the next couple together. Dearden, Luai, Burton, down in Ezra Mam, Luke Metcalf, Jack White and Luke Keery. All those guys, you know, you're not going to be ecstatic with running them. Uh, and I think in classic terms, I think you're probably not going to start really maybe Burton if you want to get on that hype train again for the Bulldogs. But again, no one in that group you'd go, you know what, I really want to start in classic next year. You know, if they've got a good run, potentially. But again, I'm not too convinced that those are the guys. So I've just told you that Dylan Brown, who's going to be at around, you know, depending on how he finishes this last game against the Panthers because they've got the bye, you know, he's going to be sitting in around that 750 to 800K mark. That is a big, big price to pay up because obviously we're going to want one of the, probably two of the star halfbacks, I would assume, Cleary, Hines. Uh, Moses, SJ, Jerome Hughes. So I think out of those five guys, you probably want to start two of them, uh, which means that 5'8 may turn into, you know, the cheap pod position. Do you get one of these guys? Do you go a Dylan Brown and then go a cheapie? That's going to start next season. I don't see any that potentially could besides Canberra, really. Um, but yeah, that is also a conversation. So looking at those guys, you're going, damn, there's not, there's not much there. You know, you look a bit further down, you know, I think that uh, even Trindle is probably going to get the 5.8 next year, but he's going to be at a decent price point, so you can't really grab him. Phoenix Crossman will obviously look, lose his uh, dual position. There's just some, there's not a lot of guys that you can look at and go, yep, that's definitely a lock-in guy for next year I can play. You know, we might get an Oluwapu, who, you know, probably about that 300k mark. But other than that, there's not really anyone there. So 5.8 was one of those positions. I remember, you know, in our draft comp, especially five eights was, you know, those first three or four because of the position scarceness went early. And again, I see Dylan Brown, Cam Munster, Cody Walker going in the first 15 picks next year. But, you know, is it almost like how we look at hooker in draft where once Harry Grant goes and maybe Damian Cook goes, what's the difference between guy three and guy 10? Might be 10 points, 
but then you can strengthen other positions. Same thing here with Classic. You know, this year we've had the luxury of having a K, like for me, the last six to eight weeks, a KP and a Joy Manu in my 5.8. Probably not going to be there next year. I, I, will, I would be pretty certain that KP and Joy Manu lose their dual position. So now the question is, do you want an 800k Dylan Brown and a 650k Care Munster? That's a lot of resources now when you're talking about an 800k and an 800k Heinz and Cleary potentially. So 5 is going to be one of these places because, you know, I think next year, you know, I had that podcast about some of the fallen guns. There's a lot of guys around that 350 to 450k mark. There's a lot of mid-rangers going next year. And I don't think you'll be able to go two gun fullbacks, two gun halfbacks, two gun five eights. Now Hooker obviously is going to give us a bit of, you know, if we want to start Grant and then a mid-ranger at Hooker. But I think you're going to have to also maybe try and find some value in that second five eight spot. Uh, because then you could really go out there and like I said uh, in that other podcast, you can stack your CTW and your 2RF bench with quality guys that can make 200k. Uh, you know, your Sevos, your Adakars and your center wing, your Crines and your Lolos and your 2RF. Your, you know, right this year, you know, I've had to really have um, some dead weight on that bench and it's taken me quite a while to clear it. And, you know, there's guys, my front row bench of uh, Ogden and Pele still sitting there just wasting away. And I'm really hoping that Tohu and Tapane get through the end of the season or get rested. But this is what happens. So I think for me, just looking at it right now, I know it's only in August 2023. We're already talking about next year, but 5-8 is going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. I think halfback and fullback have proven their worth. And I've got another podcast coming next week talking about the tons. Who's Who really goes large for you this year? You know, those averages are well, all well and good, but who are the guys that move you and shake you around, give you up the rankings, get your wins in your draft comp? I'll give you the tip. It's not 5-8. It's those other two. So I, I'm very, very certain everyone's going to go into next year. You're going to want two gun fullbacks, especially with a Pappenhausen and a Trevojevic back. You want two halfbacks because we've seen what those five halfbacks have done this year. Throw in Cherry Evans with a new running mate next year with Luke Brooks. Throw in Ben Hunt if Shane Flanagan can get that uh, Dragons team turned around. There's a lot of talent in those two positions. 5-8. There's three great ones at the top. There's another sub tier, maybe four or five under that. And then there's a lot, there's not much else. So again, guys, all stemming from Tedesco being out, you know, playing with those jewels, seeing who's there. And again, I'm I'm really keen to hear what you guys say. And obviously, as we get into the offseason, move into team builder time early next year, we'll see a lot of discussions around that 5 8. I'm very interested to see some of those teams and how they get built because again. In the way that I see the teams getting built in for next year after this year's scoring trends, I can't see those that, that two gun five eight working. I, I definitely see the value in having one of them. Don't get me wrong. I think a Dylan Brown, for example, you know, very nice to get seventy every week in your in your five eight spot in your starting five eight spot. That bench one, you could have a Cody Walker and a Cam Munster there, but what are you losing in your other positions to try and not get Franklin Pellade this year? Tom Wise and Truth this year, like I had to have. So very interesting, guys. Just wanted to jump on short and sweet after Super Saturday. And obviously, we've got two big games Nick, uh, tomorrow. We've got the big blockbuster, Newcastle versus the Rabbits. And then obviously, down to GIO for Dogs Raiders. So 
Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, enjoy your Sunday. Have a great day, and we will hear from you soon. Cheers.